Welcome to Baldy's Breakdowns, the draft show brought to you on your free Odyssey app on the Odyssey YouTube sports channel and wherever you can hear Odyssey stations. I'm right from the war room here on the third floor at NFL Films. I don't know. I mean, I got so many draft manuals and stats and draft orders and whiteboards and TVs and tape. I've been studying tape. Um, all day, every day, because that's what I love to do. And today, right now, we're going to get into the offensive tackles. Baldy's breakdowns, the offensive tackles, it's a great class. And depending on who you talk to, you're going to get a different stacking order of who's the best tackles. But I don't really care what the Steelers think or the Jets think or Daniel Jeremiah thinks. I care what I think and what I've seen. So I'm going to go by what I have seen. And what I have fallen in love with, because this is a very good class. And like a lot of classes, there's some guys that have played tackle in college, and it might not be their best position in the pros. Like if you think back to Zach Martin and Quentin Nelson at Notre Dame, they were elite prospects, okay? And they're at tackle, and they both have been all pro guards in the NFL. Brandon Sheriff was one of my favorite players coming out of the draft out of Iowa. I don't know, a decade ago, whatever. The sheriff has been a right guard since he walked into this league, and he's been a leader, a stud at guard. But they were tackles in college. So there's some guys that fall into that category, and it remains to be seen. It doesn't always mean it's going to happen. I remember Deion Dawkins coming out of Temple right across the river from where I'm at right now. And I remember everybody said Deion Dawkins is a guard. Well, he started the last four or five straight years in Buffalo at left tackle. And Aaron Cromer, the offensive line coach, said, I'm not moving him. He's my left tackle. Got long arms, got good feet, overcome his height, size limitations, whatever. So it, it really depends on the team and their vision. It could change. But let's get to it because I'm excited to talk about my number one tackle in this draft. And look, Darnell Wright from the University of Tennessee is my number one tackle. Now, he isn't on a lot of people's boards, and that's fine. But I've watched him start 42 games for Tennessee. Guys play a lot of football. I've seen him play right guard. I've seen him play left tackle. I've seen him play right tackle. I saw him go up against Will Anderson Jr. at Alabama this year in that stunning upset of Tennessee over Alabama. And I saw Darnell Wright eliminate Will Anderson. Will Anderson is the undisputed number one defensive player in this draft. He has started every single game from day one in Tuscaloosa. And Darnell Wright went up against him a number of times. I mean, at least 20 one-on-ones against him in the game and shut him out. All right, that's one. The year before, at left tackle in Tennessee. There he is going up against Trayvon Walker at Georgia, shut out. And he's got this Trent Williams ability just to be able to knock hands down and, and reset while he's moving his feet. Trent Williams does it. Nobody's better than Trent Williams in his business. Nobody does it like Trent Williams. And I see... Darnell Wright doing it. I'm saying, is he studying Trent Williams' tape? Oh, by the way, he's also 6'5 and a half. He's 342 pounds. He's got arms from here to that banshee tree over there. I mean, almost eight-foot wingspan. Um, and just a big old bruising mauler guy. Like, some days he doesn't even block guys. He just mauls them. And he's got a flipper, just got a whole can of nasty in him. Darnell Wright. My number one tackle in this draft. Like, look, the Jets are picking number 13. I don't know if Makai Becton 
is going to look like Mekhi Becton this year. He looks good right now, but he's missed a lot of games. You know, I don't know if Dwayne Brown, if they're going to battle it out. But if they do, they need a right tackle. And if they're going to bring Aaron Rodgers in and make this deal done, give them the best wall possible. If you put Darnell Wright in that Jets lineup week one, by golly, they're going to be a better team. If you if Mackay's good and Darnell Wright is what I think he is, and you add, you know, Oliveira Tucker and Lakin Thomason, damn, the Jets are going to be good. And he's going to help me good. So, anyways, that's number one. Number two, number two pick, I'm going to Georgia is Broderick Jones. Um, this kid only started 19 games. He's only, I don't even know if he's 21 years old right now. He's he's a baby, you know, I'm just in, you know, just using terms here. Um, he is, gosh, he's 6'5", he's 311 pounds. He ran a 49740. He's the fastest offensive tackle. Not that that means all that much, but he ran a, you know, under a 175, um, you know, 10-yard split, which is really good. You know, he's got good first-step cooking. But when I watch him, he started 19 games at Georgia. I started four games in 2021, didn't start the national championship game. You know, they had Jamari Sawyer there, all right, who now starts for the Los Angeles Chargers this year. So it's not like he was sitting behind, you know, somebody that couldn't play. Like he was waiting his turn. He got a chance to play there, but he started 15 games this year. And he's just a model of consistency. Like he's, I don't, like I said, I don't think he turns 21 until a couple months. Like he's only going to fill out, he's going to get thicker and stronger. But I know what's not going to change is his footwork and his sets. His sets are clinic. Like he he gets off on the snap. He's got fast twitch. And then he's got these long arms. And he's very consistent hitting his hands. Now, three years ago, Andrew Thomas came out of Georgia, left tackle. And um, he was the first tackle taken by the New York Giants. And I didn't love him. I liked him, but I didn't love him. I thought there were some flaws in his game. And it showed up his rookie year with the Giants. And I, I didn't think he was going to be a bust because I knew he was a coachable kid. But they've gotten through to him now. You know, he's there. Bobby Johnson, the offensive line coach, very good coach. He's an elite player right now. Uh, elite. He's his, he's not Trent Williams, but nobody is. But he's, he's, he's solid. It's exactly what you want. He was the fourth pick taken in the draft. I feel like Broderick Jones is further along right now than Andrew Thomas was. Because I don't see that flaw in his game. His feet in the ground. He's got a great set. He does get overpowered, and he's only going to get stronger. He might end up being the best tackle in the draft, but I haven't rated it as my number two right now. Um, my number three tackle is one hell of a player, Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern. Um, look, Rashawn Slater came out of there two years ago, went to the Chargers, played every snap, was a Pro Bowl player's rookie year. He was awesome. After not playing in the um, COVID season of 2021, opted out. But Skaronsky did. He played at Northwestern, I guess, 2020. So he he was the starting tackle. And, you know, Rashawn Slater helped him and coached him and all this stuff. But the guy, you know, the guy has started 33 games at left tackle for Northwestern. Like he is a – he's a technician. He's very strong. He's got a – you know, he bench pressed, you know, 225 pounds 30 times, probably 500-pound bench press on him. Um, the, the question really is just his physique. Is he big enough and long enough to go play left tackle? That's the question. I believe he could be a pro bowl guard. Um, 
day one. Like Chicago, he's from the Chicago area. I mean, Chicago's picking number nine. If they took Skaronsky, it just Skaronsky plays well in Chicago. Um, it's the name plays well. And he's from that area. He went to Northwestern right there in Chicago. So um I feel like he could go as high as Chicago, but he not, not might not be a left tackle. Maybe he's a left guard. You know, either way, uh, I think it's up to the team. You know, they have all these draft meetings, 30 meetings that you can have with prospective clients. I feel like some teams are going to draft him and play him at guard. Some teams are going to say, you know what, let's put him out there at left tackle and see what he does. Or right tackle. You know, I think, you know, he could be a right tackle as well. But, you know, he, he ran well. He ran, you know, under 5, 240, and um, he was didn't give up a sack in 2022. Gave up one or two the year before. Really good prospect. Just, you know, the arms are a little bit short, shorter than you want. So measurables are important, unfortunately, in this position, in this draft, especially when you're trying to strike gold at all these picks. 